Welcome to the Reality of Verbal Therapy podcast. Today we're sitting with Scott and we're going to talk about why people have a lack of energy. Um, and Scott was kind of giving me some background on that from when he worked at Wildly Natural. You want to tell us the story? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the number one things people come in is not having energy. Um, I mean, there would be weight loss and a lot of other things, but lack of energy was the main thing, especially under um, young mothers with a lot of children. And, you know, it didn't even, it wasn't even just them. There was men that came in, all varieties of people have a lack of energy. And we've really narrowed that down with uh, working with Dr. James and other things to five main reasons people have no energy. I know there's... There's all sorts of energy things out there. When I was working at Wildly Natural, people would come in for maca, or they would come in for um, ashwagandha, or they would come in for bees, pollen, which sometimes there's all sorts of different things they would um, come in for. Um, but they were focusing just on the fact of energy. There are a lot of herbs that will just give you energy. I mean... Um, you can take uh, licorice root, and it helps with energy. Uh, you can take um, so many different things that just help with energy, but focusing on what actually, what really causes lack of energy. What are the things that we need to really work to taking care of to help with energy? And I would say one of the main ones is stress. Um, a lot of people, well, you can't live in this world without stress. You have stress. I mean, um, picking up weights is stress, one type of stress. Um, just dealing with your children, whether it's you're happy about dealing with your children or it's just frustrating, that's still stress. One way or the other. There's good stress, there's bad stress, but it's still stress. Stress depletes your vitamins and your minerals quicker than anything else. And a lot of people get the B-complex for stress, and it just soups them up and gives them energy. But why are they depleting that B-complex so much? One of the main things we deplete and when we're under stress is our B-complex. Um... When we're under stress, we emotionally can't hit, handle things the same way that we used to. It's kind of like, um, I don't know if you ever lived in a house that didn't have good wiring. Um, you have your oven on, and you put on, you turn on your toaster, and boom, the lights go off. <laughs> um, that's what happens in our stress sometimes. Our, our wiring has become so degraded that we can't handle multiple draws of our energy at the same time. So our breaker flips and <laughs> we flip a switch and we have those problems. So whether it goes into anxiety problems or whether we just um, ignore what's going on and just work our tail off. Um, everybody has their own coping mechanism with stress. But in healing stress and taking the proper nutrients like Nerkalizer and Chillin and B-Complex, it helps to rewire the system or to strengthen the wiring of the system so you can handle multiple loads on your system at the same time without flipping a breaker um, and that actually leads into a lot of other things if you've been under stress for a long period of time most likely you aren't sleeping and if you aren't sleeping you have no energy <laughs> so um, when we work with individuals that don't sleep and that's one of the five there's stress sleeping um, so that's two of the five stress is one sleeping is another sorry um we, there's a lot of people that when we're helping them to learn to get back into sleeping, they, um, we need to tell them to deal, start preparing to sleep when you wake up in the morning. You have to prepare to sleep when you wake up in the morning by dealing with your stress throughout the day. 
You need to manage your stress and your anxiety levels throughout the day so by the end of the day, you aren't so stressed out that you're laying in bed either regretting or mulling over your whole day and your whole stressful events of the whole day and trying to calm it all down and deal with it at night instead of dealing with it throughout the whole day. Um, I also read read, ah, I also read a very good sleep book that um, he recommends that your bed is only where you sleep because you train your mind to... Um, to do certain things. It gets in a habit. If, you're, if your bed is where you go and you watch TV, your brain is not ready to shut off. It's ready to wake up and just watch TV. Um, if your bed is where you go and um, read a book, it's okay to calm down and stuff like that. But what he recommends is only sleep in your bed. When you get into your bed, it's about laying down and it's about calming down and sleeping. Your body will remember that and it will do that versus having anything that wakes it up and keeps it awake. Don't stress in your bed. If you're stressed out, get out of your bed and stress on your couch. <laughs> and when you're able to calm down and relax, then you get back in your bed to rest. But by doing things, the same things that we use for stress, we'd actually use to help you sleep. Nerquilizer and chillin' and be complex And as you deal with that throughout the day, and you're able to stay calm, and the, the things don't flip your switch as much, then at the end of the day, you don't have as much baggage to deal with before you can lay down and sleep. And by dealing with those, it makes a huge, tremendous difference in sleep. Um, but stress also leads into other other things that can build. I would say stress is like the number one that could actually cause a lot of these other things. And sometimes you don't have stress and you get these other things anyways. The next one is uh, thyroid. Thyroid is a big thing. Um, number one in our clinic when I was working with Dr. James and um, and not at this time, thyroid is our number one. We treat thyroid all the time. Almost everybody that comes in has a low thyroid energy. It has low thyroid uh, or high thyroid. It has some sort of thyroid problem. And thyroid has a lot to do with your energy. Your thyroid has a lot to do with um, your metabolism and with your um, immune system. If your thyroid isn't functioning, um, sometimes you start to get dry skin, your hair starts to fall out, you start having problems with weight, you have no energy. Um, <clears throat> and that can, we check it a different way than the doctors. Well, oftentimes, we have individuals that come and say, oh, I had my blood checked and I have no thyroid problems. But let me tell you the difference in what we do versus what they're checking. They're checking the what your thyroid produces. They're checking and seeing, is your thyroid producing the proper amount of hormones? Is it producing enough? Is it producing too little? Is it pr- producing too much? It's merely about the hormones that the thyroid is producing. It is... Like if we went into an individual's house around Christmas and they have a beautiful dinner set out on Christmas Day or whatever and their house is clean and everything looks good, um, we may think, oh, the hostess is healthy. She's producing what she's produced shows that she's healthy, that she's functioning good. But you women out there may know, hey, you feel like crud for the next month because you did that because you needed to. You forced yourself to, to produce even though you felt horrible, even though you had no energy, even though you really were sick. Our thyroid will produce the proper amount of hormones up to the very point that it just can't. It will be under, it will have low energy, it will be struggling to do what it needs to to produce those hormones. And we can see that long before 
it stops producing those hormones. And your energy problems start long before it stops producing those hormones. Um, so a lot of your thyroid symptoms can show up long before the doctors see it because how are they going to treat it? They're going to give you hormones. So unless it's not producing the proper amount of hormones, there's nothing they can do for it. So they wait for it to get to the point that they can do something for it. The way we check it is simply through your blood pressure, and there's a calculation that we do that tells us um, the strength of your thyroid at the time. And your adrenal actually ties right into that. That's our next one. Your adrenal um, kind of plays along with your thyroid. If your thyroid's down, often your adrenal's down, and your energy is only as good as your adrenal. You actually have two adrenals. They set on either of your kidneys, um, and... They are your fight-or-flight response. You know, adrenaline, they're what pump adrenaline into your body. They're um, in our life um, in under stress and um, having those times when our boss comes in and uh, chastises us or something like that. Adrenaline pumps into our system. Our ad- adrenal system gets so used in these days, even though we're not out fighting anyone or we don't think that, oh, we don't have a lot of adrenaline. We use a lot of adrenaline these days because our heart rate gets up when... Um, we did something wrong or we get in a car accident or some idiot is on the road. <laughs> There's all kinds of reasons why our adrenals would have to work a lot so they can get very fatigued. And we find that out in the blood pressure as well, um, what their adrenals are doing. And it's the same thing with the adrenals as it was with the thyroid. They test, when they test the adrenals, they test um, the hormones that it's pr- putting out versus the um, the actual health of the adrenal. Uh, when you treat the thyroid, oftentimes the adrenal falls al- follows along and works. There's occasional times when just the adrenal has a problem or just the thyroid has a problem, but it's not common. But they play hand in hand. You have to have them working together to have energy. Then I didn't mention the thyroid. For you, those of you that don't know, it's actually in your throat and it's kind of right around your esophagus. Um, it has a lot to do uh, with your immune system. It, it needs a lot of iodine and other things to continue its its function. Um, I've kind of breezed through a lot of these, um, but they all tie together with with energy. Sometimes you can have just one. You can just be stressed out, or you can just have issues with sleep, or you can just have thyroid problems, or you can just have adrenal problems, um, and you can have low energy. But if you came in and none of those were your problem if you weren't stressed out, if you didn't have thyroid problems, if you didn't have adrenal problems, if you didn't have problems sleeping, what else is wrong? I mean, how else do we find out with stress? No, I mean, you have chronic fatigue and everything else seems to be lining out. That's when it would be important for us to do a dry blood analysis because then we can see if there's viral in your blood system. If you have viral, you have chronic fatigue most often. Sometimes you can have viral and not have chronic fatigue. But let me explain why you would have chronic fatigue if you have viral in your system. When we think viral, um, we often think of a virus that makes you sick. Um, and yes, that it's the same type of virus, but it's it can be in your system without constantly making you sick because it can go dormant. Um, so the viral we're talking about is actually envelope viruses. Envelope viruses are like Epstein-Barr and others like that. Um, they're coated in an envelope, kind of a capsule, that prevents them Um, from being killed by your immune system. Your immune system can't get through that envelope. So they can float around, and then whenever they feel, they can randomly cause health problems. (laughs) Um, And because it can't be killed, and your body knows it needs to be killed, 
it can send a lot of your energy towards killing a vi- something that can't be killed. And so you can feel chronic fatigue because it's constantly, your immune system is constantly trying to kill something. And you can feel really punked because your immune system can use up a lot of energy in doing that. And, you know when you get the flu and you just feel <sighs> no energy? Um, and actually after you've recovered from the flu and everything, you just feel like chronic fatigue. You feel no energy. You just can't do anything. Um, you can feel like that when your body's trying to fight a viral. Even though you may not have the sniffles, you may not feel sick or anything, all there is is a lack of energy. And that's because they're, it's not active at the point, but your immune system's trying to kill it. The good thing is that your immune system, yes, can't kill it by itself, but coconut oil in your diet actually helps to d- d- dissolve the envelope around the virus and then you're able, the immune system is again able to attack it. And we use several different things, um, herbs that actually help to get your immune system functioning right and give it more strength so it can actually go through and kill out the virus. And by, once we get the virus under control, your energy comes back. So, and that has to be found out through dry blood analysis. Um, and as we look at your dry blood, it's actually pretty cool. You'll see um, your blood should be red with black lines through it. When you have viral, there will generally be a white spot in your blood that shows an inflammation, and then there will be a black line that comes into the white. Uh, that shows us that there's viral going on. We're very successful at killing viral. Generally, within your blood recycles within three months. So generally, we treat viral for three months. Occasionally, we can look at it, and it's gone a little bit earlier, but it takes a while for your body to clean up all of that stuff. So it's generally a three-month process. Um, to get rid of the viral out of your system. Sometimes a little bit longer depending on how um, strong the viral is. And sometimes we have to, it'll move into the skin and we have to do some specific things like putting coconut oil on the skin um, to attack it. But you get rid of the viral and the energy comes back up. Those are the main reasons that Dr. James felt that there was a lack of energy. And I agree in working with a lot of things that... If you treat these main things, you'll have energy. I can't think of anything else that <laughs> would contribute to, to beyond this. There are, I'm sure, there's other other little things, but these are the main things. And hands down, we treat thyroid almost. I would say 90% of our clients right now, there's thyroid issues, and I would say that almost the same um, have stress issues that we need to take care of as well. So there's, there's so many things that tie into it, and we'd love to be able to help you with these problems. Um, we're working towards being able to do Zoom appointments and being able to talk with you um, via the Internet or um, seeing you in person. If you're local around the Albuquerque area, we'd love to have you come in and find out, hey, is it your thyroid? Is it your adrenal? Is it stress? Is it sleep? Is it viral? Um, come in. Find out. Thank you, Scott, and we'll see you guys next time.